As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Black cats, goats, curses. Wrigleyville is the perfect place for Halloween. Not again. Your chance to sound off next. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome to Halloween Sound Off. The Cubs win at Wrigley Field tonight. John, what are you doing? Just holding on to my nuts. Lazy, Lazy Kenny, what, what are you dressed as? What do you mean, what am I dressed as? What's it look like? My mounted fish. All right, well, uh, you, can, you can sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic tonight is the Cubs. The Cubs winning at Wrigley Field tonight, 3-2. to two. A lot going on in Wrigleyville, even as we speak. Michael Admire has been live there all weekend. Sound off about the Cubs, 282-9010. Cubs fans waited 71 years. No way the Cubs could let it reach 72 without a World Series win at Wrigley Field. Now, odds still favor the Indians, but the Cubs had to do something at home. Think this guy's relieved? Last month, Prairie City's Noel Brown added a curse-broken 2016 World Champs tattoo to his calf. That's pressure. Smiles deserved after a two-day Wrigley wake. Just think, these fans paid thousands of dollars to watch the Cubs score twice and lose twice. Fans even paid a $100 cover to watch the Cubs in overcrowded Wrigleyville dive bars. The great Bill Murray whiffed too. The most anticipated seventh inning stretch of all time and Murray sings Take Me Out to the Ball Game as Daffy Duck. Hey, some fans loved it. And now the Cubs win. Enjoy the ride. It's always been about more than baseball and still is. The Cubs will win the World Series one day. It just may not be Wednesday. Turns out the Indians are really good, even if they've only had to wait 68 years. The cyclone process progress has stalled the past few weeks. Penalties, missed tackles, drop passes, bad passes, and so on. If ISU improves on one thing this week, let it be this. Put a quarterback sneak in the playbook. And John, I don't know what you have in mind for this year's family Christmas card, but this photo of your kids brings a smile to my face every time. That's real. How about me looking like this? 
in the family photo. <laughs> you look ridiculous. Keith, last week the Hawkeyes lost one of their top recruits for next season when Iowa pulled four-star running back Eno Benjamin's scholarship offer. Benjamin visited numerous schools after committing to Iowa. Iowa thinks commitments are like a marriage. No more dating once the commitment is made. Problem is, the marriage papers haven't been signed. I think the Iowa coaching staff is being too strict with this policy. The Hawkeyes don't have four-star running backs knocking on the door to play in Iowa City. And on the flip side, Iowa has no problem going after kids who have already committed elsewhere. This week, they offered a running back already committed to Purdue. Not sure you can have it both ways. The high school football playoffs are on to the second round. The one main problem I still have is how they make the pairings. They don't seed teams based on rankings or wanting to get the best possible matchup in the championship, but rather location and travel. Case in point, Class 1A. Iowa City Regina and Pella Christian have been 1-2 in every poll all season, but they play each other on Friday in the second round. That shouldn't happen. Pella is 15 minutes closer to Iowa City than Bellevue is. That's the reason why they're making the top two teams in the state square off in the quarterfinals. Come on. I'm dressed as a squirrel. It's 2016. We can do better than this. Uh, John, it's a little hard to take you seriously like that. Uh, turn, turn that way for a second. If you, okay, that's just ridiculous. Uh, I do think we, Old Spice, can we go live to Wrigleyville? Do we have a, uh, a live look from one of our cameras there? Yeah, this is live outside Wrigley Field. Fans still there. First home win Man. since 1945 at the World Series. A lot more Cubs coming up tonight, including what's bugging Andy. You know he's got something to say about the Cubs being I in can't the believe World they Series. brought Chapman in for eight outs. Were you surprised by that to get the eight out save? I mean, I know it's the World Series. You do everything you can, but that seemed like a lot. I was surprised, and I loved it. I loved it, too. Yeah, put, put your best pitchers in when you need them the most. All right, let's get it started here with a, an Iowa, Iowa State football call from uh, Dodger in Fort Dodge. Dodger, what did you think? Do you feel like the Cyclones took a little step back? Yeah, just a little bit. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, they got to cut down. Like I said the last time I called, they got to cut down on the pin leads. That's not open. And I'm sure if they would have caught those two, maybe they would have won the game. But it happens. And the coach this time was blaming him and his uh, coaches with him. So uh, they'll fix it. I know there's a tough game on Thursday, but I'm not going to give up on him. So, uh Go Cyclones. Thanks, guys. Uh, you got it. Uh, they had, had two touchdowns they should have had. Trevor Ryan had one in the breadbasket. Yep. Would have been a touchdown. But the Jacob Park one late, and it was at the fourth quarter, fourth and one from the goal line, and just overshot the receiver by two yards. Two yards away from him. It's me throwing to you, and you overshot. I, I know. That's after being in shotgun formation yeah. for four downs from the one-yard line. Yeah, you would think fourth or first and goal from the one you can get a yard but even on that fourth down play it's got to be better than that and you got to make that throw again it is hard uh, to take you seriously while you're holding your nuts uh let's go to clive is it uh arietta arietta jake arietta yeah, my gosh. Was that Jake uh, was put down the phone. Don't don't make us sit through that. That was that was too much. Too much to listen to. All right, coming up uh, right now, it is time for twins. They need to have a local connection. Old Spice judges. Now, Tim Pollock says former iCub Kyle Schwarber, the Schwarbs, 
who, by the way, will be He's back now. DH-ing, DHing. Game six, maybe game seven. Anyway, uh, Tim says that Kyle Swarber looks like that kid from Stranger Things. Old Spice, are they twins? <laughs> they are not twins. Bravo, Cubs. More specifically, Cub fans. No, really. I'm, I'm serious here. Just, just give me a chance. Be right back with What's Bugging Andy. Follow us on Twitter. It is at SoundOff13. B. McCool writes, you should do a survey on if fans believe in Campbell's process. I'm beginning to wonder if he is all talk. Hashtag still sloppy play. Not everyone is happy to see the Cubs in the World Series. In fact, it's what's bugging Andy. Or is it? All right, guys, this is an interesting point in history for fans of the Chicago Cubs and for those of us who know them. After all, it's something we've never seen before. Now, many of you are assuming that as a Cardinals fan, this is really bugging me right now, but it's not for two reasons. One, I've had the privilege of watching my team in the World Series seven times. Now, that's not bragging. I'm just saying I've done it seven times, so I'm not jealous that someone else gets to do it for the first time. The second reason this isn't bugging me is that this isn't Russia we're talking about. They're Cub fans, and many of them are dear friends of mine. I can look at their faces, hear the joy in their voices, see them with their children, and be happy for them. Now, some of these guys are the main reason that I don't like the Cubs. Because it's never the teams that make a rivalry, it's the fans, right? Growing up in St. Louis, there were zero Cub fans around. But when I went to college at Drake, suddenly they're everywhere. And they were a pain in the butt. Tony Coletto, Joe Turoff, Mike Milliman. They all look like such nice family men, so proud. Well, they're obnoxious, trust me. They would make these stupid arguments that made no sense, but then they back each other up, and then it was like three on one. All right, getting off the point here. Aside from sports, these guys are my friends. And we're still friends after all these years, and I'm happy for them. They're Cub fans from the north side of Chicago, born and bred, and they're so excited. I mean, just look at Tony Icabino. There is nothing that you could tell him to make him smile bigger than that. Look, look, look. Hey, Bino, no more taxes. He wouldn't be any happier. My cousin Mark loves the Cubs so much, he let the ivy grow up the side of his house so he could take pictures like these and make everyone on Facebook think he's such a big shot they just let him into Wrigley Field anytime he wants to take selfies. Now, I love him and I'm happy for them. Even my Cub fan friends who aren't from Chicago, the ones who chose to be Cub fans and therefore have only themselves to blame, I'm happy for them too. Greg Pepping, the pride of Sheraton, Iowa. He's so happy because his team is in the World Series or because he's on some sort of love boat in California, I'm not sure. Jeff Lance, not from Chicago, 
but he really never had a choice. Look at what his parents did to him. This was the 70s, guys. The Cubs were horrible. That is low-grade child abuse. But now it's all good. He's got a winner and a wife who's way out of his league. Randy Schumacher, look at him with his kids. That is beautiful, man. Think of it. He and Coletto and Turoff, they have grown full heads of hair and lost it all in the time it's taken the Cubs to reach the World Series. And Travis Jungling, you know, I might be the happiest of all for him. He's a Cubs fan and an Iowa State fan. <laughs> I mean, talk about spending your whole life wearing a steel-plated nut cup. This is completely new to him, and I'm happy for him. Look, I'm a St. Louisan, born and bred. I wouldn't root for the Cubs if it was them versus hoof and mouth disease. But I can be happy for my friends who do root for them. Look at their faces, what they're sharing with their children, and feel good. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. More Cubs coming up. By the way, how are you nuts? I'm getting tired of holding my nuts. Uh, who's in your five famous fun Cubs fans? Plus, your live calls. We'll hear from Justin and Ames, Becky and Bondurant, uh, Zevin and Colfax. Sound off live, 282 9010. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. George writes, I love how this Cubs team just likes to have fun with each other, making great memories for all us fans. Go Cubs, go. Willis writes, relax, Cubs fans. Isn't it still great to be alive and witnessing the Cubs play in the World Series? Plus, look at this beautiful fall weather. Think positive, be positive. I just got to win two in a row. Now, who's in your five favorite famous fun Cubs fans? Number five, we'll go with Eddie Vedder. Number four, Donnie Franks, a.k.a. Donnie. Stephen Colbert. At number three is John Cusack. He is he was always at, I think he was at, at Cubs game, games. Yeah. yeah, he was. Number two is Vince Vaughn. He was there. And number one, you have to go with the American treasure, yep. Bill Murray. Let's get back to phone calls. We'll get it started with uh, Justin in Ames. And Justin, your thoughts on the Cyclones. Uh, Cyclones, you okay? What? I'll tell you what, Keith. Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry, what, Justin. John? I was distracted by uh, by John's nuts. What are you doing, John? I'll tell you what, Keith. These Sooners got to come all the way up to Ames on a Thursday on a short week. We're finally playing well in the fourth quarter. Go Cubs. Go Clones. We're winning by 14 on Saturday. See ya. All right, the game is uh, Thursday, Iowa State and Oklahoma. 6.30 at Jack Trice. No one has given Iowa State more trouble over the years than the Oklahoma yeah. Sooners. When did you say the last win was? 90? You, 90, you think 90 I think. It was, I think yeah. it's 1990 with Chris Peterson at quarterback. That's a long time and ago. And I'm not going to pretend to know the history, but I feel like every year when they play Oklahoma, it gets ugly. It, it, I, uh, I, it feels like it's that Most way. often it's has. It's the one team that Iowa State just doesn't, can't hang with. Let's see what happens Thursday night. Yeah. Becky is in Bondurant. What do you think, Becky? Give the Cyclones a, a chance against a two-loss OU team? No. Okay. Uh, comment, All right, that was blunt. My comment is no. on Jacob Parks. He reminds me so much of Sam Richardson. I mean, supposedly he has this electric arm, but one-dimensional, makes bad decisions at stress time. So I don't know. 
that's my opinion. When I see him, I see Sam Richardson. I've seen people make that comparison. There is no doubt he uh, he has a good arm, but boy, he missed the biggest throw of his season. Yeah. Um, just by thinking about it too much, hold, but hold he, up, he put up, up some stats. Uh, What's wrong? I'm missing a nut. <laughs> Did you take it? You can bet I didn't take your nut. Uh, Todd in Ames. Todd, welcome to Sound Off. Boys, I know everybody's complaining about the quarterback sneak that they didn't run on Saturday, you know? Right. What? what? That, I, I'm complaining with that, but the thing that irritated me was on the second onside kick, the deep guy for K-State wasn't within 40 yards of the goal line. Why not just pooch kick it over and have somebody pick it up? There's, there's anyway, a lot of second-guessing on yeah. a lot of the plays. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I maybe, guarantee maybe, that, maybe Matt can uh, put that in his, uh, you know, he keeps talking about the process. Maybe he can process in a quarterback sneak and a pooch kick. Yeah, he looked, hey, John, those are nuts. Those are balls, by the way. Good <laughs> job, buddy. Uh, he, he looked, thank you, Todd. Campbell looked and sounded and as frustrated as, as I've heard him. The whole season, and he, and he was putting it on himself and the staff too, not just the players. He just, even though Iowa State got back in this game and even had some kind of chance at the end, too many, too many missed opportunities, too many mistakes. You should not be making this late in the season. Yeah, I think he was putting the first half on himself, but I think we all need to be honest as well. These guys need to make the plays when they're there. That first half pass to Ryan should have been caught, and that play from Jacob Park should have been made. They make those plays, they win the game. Overrated, underrated, straight ahead, and one more chance for you to sound off. It's 515-282-9010. You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Uh, do you think Iowa was correct in pulling Eno's verbal after all he has done for the recruiting class? I believe he recruited five or six from Texas, three or four from Florida. We don't believe we are renewing our 30-year season tickets next year. Kurt is out of touch. Fourth highest buyout and not ranked. Tired of it, writes Mike. And, John, you got to some of that. Uh, a little bit in, I think. Over, under, overrated, paying $19,000 to watch a Cubs World Series game at Wrigley Field. Man, that's a price tag. Underrated, paying zero to watch a Cubs World Series game at Principal Park right down the street. That has been a really good idea. Uh, by the way, um, a couple of people have said, you are more believable as a squirrel uh, than I am as a baseball player. That's kind of, oh, here we go. All right, guys, one minute. No monkey business from either of y'all, all right? I'm going to split because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a banana. Yeah, we like get a, it. Like a banana split? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to split. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, thank you, Tony Ruff. All right, let's get to uh, the phone calls. Get it started with uh, Zevin in Colfax. Zevin, welcome to the show. How's it going, Keith? Going well, First thank off, you. I'm good. I'd like to say I'm a big fan of the show. I like your squirrel outfit, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I'd like to talk some Minnesota Vikings football. Uh, <laughs> what do you think they have to do to stay in control of the North and beat out the Packers? Whew, uh, it's gonna. It boils down to their defense. Their defense is going to have to win games for them. They just need Sam Bradford to uh, not turn the ball over and make some plays here and there. They're not the most explosive offense, but 
Their defense has to rise to the occasion, and it's a winnable division. Green Bay is, I don't think, as dominant as they have been. And the NFC, let's face it, is not the best league this year, I don't believe. Yeah, it did, it did have that uh, one that one real off game that made, yeah. you, made you doubt the Vikings a little bit there against the Eagles. That's about the, uh, the only time we've seen that. And if right, you have a good defense, you can win. We saw the Broncos last year. You got a good defense, you can win. How, how are you doing? Nuts are a little heavy. All right, that's gonna uh, that's gonna do it for. I want to get. Let's check back out at Wrigley. Can we check Wrigley Field one more time? We have some live cameras out there. See what's going on out there. Uh, not much. Oh, that's look how many officers there they, are. They were ready out for there. a lot of partying tonight, and nothing's really happening. If, if the Cubs had won Friday or Saturday, oh, these officers would have been busy. People but tonight, been, school night, yeah. work night, it's people late. would have been on top of that Cubs win sign if this had been a Friday or Saturday. Are you talking about Admire or just fans? Both. Both. All. Yeah. yeah Admire trying to get an interview up there with them as well. Well, I can see that happening. Yeah. Uh, we are back next week, and we hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off, send off past Halloween costumes. Yeah, a few of them. Vote for Pedro. It's fitness Mason. Shrink, shrink, blinkity blink. Tried to make me think. Want to go to my sink? <laughs> <laughs> I can raise and lower my cholesterol at will. Our state had some good players in my day. We gave several of them a chance to walk on. Mr. LeBowner. LeBowner, please. Jackie Moon is on sound off. Welcome to the Murph and Andy Show. Hello, Iowa. Are you ready to talk some American football? <laughs> sorry about your Red Raiders. They got beat at home this week by Texas, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's all right, we'll get them in two weeks, right? Two Go weeks up here names. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.